Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. I'm her dad. And this is episode 13, It's About Time. So technically, basically, my bad, basically the boys go back in time to see the dinosaurs, or whatever they were trying to do. They were going back in time, I know that. And Dr. Doofenshmirtz was fighting someone like Peter the Panda. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I just wanted to comment on the title. It's about time. If you just, if you just, that's how you pronounce it. You said it right. It's about time. But, you know, that's that phrase, of course, is more commonly, you would say, it's about, it's about time. But no, this is about time because it's time travel. Yes, yes, very clever. Okay. There, they really were uh, almost firing on all cylinders with the formula in this episode. They hit a nine, which is the best so far. The only thing we didn't get was Doofenshmirtz saying, curse you, Perry the Platypus. But they compensated for that by... By doing two songs and two verbs line. Right. So we'll be working both of those verb lines in even though one of them's only sort of half a line. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. So I, so we were going over the Ferb's line, and I heard a little bit of Phineas's voice, and I'm like, wait, why did it sound like the first half was Phineas talking and not Ferb? And I pointed it out to Dad, and he noticed it too, so I thought I would bring it up. Yeah, so Phineas says, after the, they smash, the, the dinosaur smashes the time machine, you can hear it. It definitely is the actor that does Phineas's voice says this, and then Ferb goes on to say, Could be a problem. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, like Callie said, we had two songs in this episode. The Moments When We Didn't Get Along, Para, Perry's Sad Song, and then the much more upbeat, My Nemesis, My which Callie's going to sing for us. Yes, good stuff. In I that was one. already singing it before you said it, so we had a, we had our me. first appearance of Carl the intern. He's been mentioned before, but this is the first time we've seen him, and uh, we noticed something looking at the credits, didn't we, Callie? He's his name starts with a K. Yeah, I, Dad said they might have changed it. I wonder if they did. I thought it started. I was almost positive it started with a C. Me too. I wrote down on my notes that it was a C. Because that's how I usually spell it. Yes, I also wrote that. Uh, so we also had one guest star. Although, I mean, I, I assume it's a guest star. Uh, I'm gonna claim ignorance. I'm gonna claim ignorance on this one. But the the person who did doctor who voiced Doctor Feelbetter on the Mad Scientist talk show uh, is credited to Carlos Alizraki, and uh, he's listed as a stand up comedian according to Google. But I'll admit, I don't know who he is. Kelly? <laughs> no. No, but apparently apparently that's a, a guest appearance here. Well, this was a double-length episode, the first one that we've had so far. So basically a full-length episode, right, because it took up the entire two portions of yeah. the show. So in honor of that, we are going to not just do our top three moments, but our top five. 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 Sorry, I blasted out the, the sound there. Top five moments of the episode. Who's going to go first, Callie? Um, are we starting with number five or number one? 
Well, as always, it's going to be a countdown, so we'll start at number five. All right. Number five. My number five, it, five, fine, five, is when Candace is like, and then first wearing a mask like this, and then she just motions, like, her hand going up and down her face. Yeah, that one's a, that one's a tough one to convey, but it definitely is a funny one, a nice visual gag, because she's talking at a mile a minute and then just stops to make the little... You can imagine what I'm doing with my hand right now, <laughs> lifting up the face shield. So my number five is when Carl first appears on screen because Major Monogram has been frozen. Uh, he says, well, if Major Monogram were here, he would say, because he'd fallen over, uh, ouch, first of all, am I right? <laughs> and while I'm on the topic, I meant to, I've meant i been meaning to say this for a while when talking about guest stars. There are... They're one of the main voices, which is Linda. Her vo- She is voiced by Caroline Ray. I'm not sure I've mentioned that. But she is a well-known uh, actress, comic actress. And yet I don't know who she is. And so. even though I know that's who does the voice, I still can't imagine her actually being the voice. And do you know who does the voices for Dr. Doofenshmirtz and Major Monogram? The same person? Not the same person, oh. but it is the two creators of the show. Dan Povenmeyer and Jeff Swampy Marsh. Now you were talking about. You were talking about the. Uh, is that what? What's the episode that you like so much from season four? Um, the, when they go in the caveman. I just ran. Yeah, what's the name of it? Tristone area, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that episode right now. But in that episode, right, right in the middle of it, there's a live action part, right? Hmm? And what happens in that live action part? So they're like. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So they're just gonna be talking in cave talk, and they and they're like, "Well, we have like this live action thing, and they're it's just showing them like doing the sketches, and then they just show who that they are." I never pictured that the so, two stars. Right. So the guy on the left is the the taller guy that's got I think glasses and like maybe blonde, sandy blonde hair, or lighter hair anyway. Uh, that's Dan Povenmire. 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 He does the voice for Doctor Doofenshmirtz, the guy on the left, and then the shorter guy. Um, Swampy Marsh, the other co-creator, Major Monogram. We also see them again in the, I think it's the next, the, like the next to last episode when they're all grown up. Yeah. Like they're like their late teens. We see them again briefly in that one. You also see them in the movie. Um, what one of the newest movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Like where where they're going faster than the speed of light. And oh then they... yeah 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 yeah. That's right. I do remember. That's, Larry, that, is, your, that is the your, newest one. Your, I just watched that a couple months ago. I watched it a few weeks ago. All right. Well, we've derailed ourselves a bit. Let's get back to our top five moments. Callie, we're back to you for number four. My number four is when they're singing the sad song, when the moments when we didn't get along. Carl's just one tear goes down his, his face. I thought that was pretty funny. Now major, that I think about it, that should probably be my number five. So. And Major Monogram is still frozen. <laughs> He's frozen in real life. The number four for me is the 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 methia blah 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 blah. The innator that Doctor Doofenshmirtz made this time was the freezeinator ray, but he said it was a fake one that he had Peter the Panda dismantle. And so then when he brought in the real thing, it actually said on the side of it the real freezeinator. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know why you were laughing at that. So I was like, wait. That is why. Um, well, now I know. Um, my number three is when, at the beginning of the episode, they see a dog that's on a stand, technically. Well, a dog skeleton. Yes, thank you. 
and it has a collar called, it says Bucky. And Phineas says, didn't we have a dog named Bucky that went on a, they live on a nice farm? And then they just see a farm, farm. And this is Mr. Oh, look over here. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently both, both the dog and the farmer had their skeletons in the museum. For is some that reason. illegal? It would be unusual for sure. My number three, after they've gone back into the past and Candace falls face down in the mud and then Larry, Larry? They don't have to call him Larry. Lawrence. Lawrence. They, he, he sees her and he's like, well, that looks just like Candace. And then he calls uh, Linda. Linda over. Yes, I knew that. And <laughs> But by the, between the time that he sees and he calls her over, uh, the boys have ridden through her mud with their little scooter. And so all it looks like is it's a picture. It basically just like like Candace has been run over by like a motorcycle or something. Oh, that's like, nice. And that's where Lawrence says, says this looks just like Candace. And and Linda says, that's not very nice, dear. Also, since you brought up, the, um, you didn't really bring it up, but you we had like Lawrence has a little British accent. We were learning about like how people say different things in, all around the world. So D- dialects. So I thought I would um, show an example of my British accent because I thought I, it sounds good to me. I don't know why. All right. This is my British accent. I, I can't do it. <laughs> That's good enough. All right, let's move on to your second favorite one, Callie. What do you got? When she's running and and then she just is screaming or something. And one of the um, museum officers, I think is what they're called, um, comes up to, and says, hey, there's no yelling. And she's like, oh, that's right. It's a, we're in a museum. I didn't want to wake anyone up. <laughs> My second favorite is when uh, Candace has her interaction with Jeremy at the Mr. Slushy Dog. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Mr. Slushy Dog. And he makes a joke about about becoming a fire. It's so slow. I'm going to be a, like a fossil. And then she laughs over dramatically. Ha 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 ha. Oh, that is so funny. But then she keeps looping back to that time because they keep testing the thing she's holding that's actually sending her back in time. And so she does it three times. And uh, I, that, that whole bit is pretty funny to me. But not as funny to me as the next part was to Callie. Callie, what was your favorite part of the episode? My, my last, the last part where it shows the credits. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It it shows the it hears it shows the um, mom and then it, you just hear the dad saying fossils da 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 boop fossils <laughs> da 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 boop how many times like four or five times over the closing credits this is why you always watch the closing credits yeah because there's there's often very good things in there yes that one is a funny bit it was in contention for my number five but my number one is when they first start their talk show with the evil scientist, the mad scientist or whatever, evil scientist. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Um, and I think they're called, uh, wait, I think it's a spoiler, never mind. And Dr. Feelbetter is saying, so the problem is that he wouldn't talk to you. And Dr. Doofenshmirtz is saying, well, well, no, of course not. He doesn't talk. He's a platypus. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so... So he never talks. He's like, well, yeah, he's an animal. So that's what bothers you. Uh, no, it it just was, uh, you know, for as much as as ridiculous as it is for a platypus to be fighting a man, they're platypuses. They don't do much. The fact that this is the line they draw, like, well, no, that the part thinking that he might talk, 
that's ridiculous. That in itself was funny to me. Now, uh, as we've been going through, we got a little bonus content here. This is an extra long episode, but it was an extra long episode of the show. A uh, little bonus content here. There have been so far through the first seven full episodes of the show, uh, 12, 12 um, yeah. songs or song parts. And so we've been going, as we go along, we've been ranking them. You know, there's a top 10 countdown coming up toward the beginning of season two. But uh, we're not going to run down all 12 songs, but we are going to give you our top three songs from the first seven episodes of season one. So, Callie, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you start. Okay. So my number three song is Gitchy Gitchy Goo by Phineas and the Ferb Tones from Flop Stars. It is extremely uh, catchy. It's a big part of the show. There is an extended version coming in that countdown at the beginning of season two. And now two. you're the one giving spoilers. Yes, yes, yes. That's a spoiler. But um, with the extended version is even better, but even the abbreviated one, the... Uh, and Dad's going to sing some of it The for abridged us. one. I said, a bow, chick, a bow, wow. <laughs> That's what my baby said. Mow, mow, mow. And my heart starts pumping. Chicky, chicky, chew, wop. Never gonna stop. Gitchy, gitchy, goo means that I love you. There. See? What do you got for your number three, Callie? My number three is my nemesis. From this episode? Yeah. And, we already, and you already sang part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, and I like the part in the middle, like... Like when, when he's like shaking his finger at Perry the Platypus, like, oh, you little rascal. <laughs> That's good. Uh, for me, my number two song so far is Swinter. Bum, 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 bum. Because it's bum, bum. winter. Uh, that's just, I mean, that is, it's winter right now as we're recording this. And so I find myself singing that song a lot. And I have <laughs> a lot over the last, you know, 10 years since I first saw it. What do you got for your... Well, Callie, I should have looked at your list before we went on to our list. Your number two is the same as my number one. So why don't we skip ahead to your number one? Okay. Which we already also covered. Um, bow, chicka, bow. <laughs> yeah, so, so Callie's got Gitchy Gitchy Goo in at number one for her. And uh, When we get to season four, Tristone Area, yeah, that's my new favorite song. Well, we'll it's see not even you... like a song. It's just like like words. We'll see if you still feel that way when we get there. But, uh, I will, don't worry. But my number one, Callie's number two, and for me, this is uh, likely a top five song from the whole series, and they write in the, the, the second episode, Backyard Beach. I mean, man, that's like a 30-second song, but it is so good. Listen up, people on the beach. I said that song should have counted as, like, Ferb's lines. Yes, but, but it clearly was not the actor who voices Ferb singing the song. But what if it was? It definitely was not. <laughs> there's a there's a guy, I don't know, I don't know who and I should know who and it's probably Danny Jacob if I had to guess because Who's Danny Jacob? Well, he's the one you see that does most of the music. And so he writes well, I think Well, he's pretty good at music, I guess. Yeah, and and but I I'm there's a there's a guy that does a lot of the the voices for the for the different songs and and it's got a certain like the one who sang the moments that we didn't get along and my undead mummy and me uh that's clearly the same guy 
and I'm pretty sure it's Danny Jacob. I don't know for sure. I'm not, I don't know for, if you do know, if a person were to know, how might they let us know? Callie and her dad at gmail.com. Ah, that would be an email. Yes. And so, even though we already had one verb line, we do have one other verb line because when when something breaks all of a sudden or you've just completely spaced out on something or maybe you've had got a typo and you spelled the word time like tie. Or I just wasted most of my money on Robux. Here's something that you might be able to say. Well, I hope that's not going to be an issue. Yes, the wisdom of verb. Yes. Fossils. Da, da, da. <laughs>